0: welcome to the first episode of Play All The Way, a podcast by the fans and for the fans. Where a group of Leeds United fans with absolutely no football and no journalistic credentials whatsoever. are going to sit and talk about all things Leeds United. My name is Dean and I'm joined by Pete. Hello.
1: Connor. Hello. And James. Hello.
0: Right. So going straight into um, our last game against Brighton. Uh, Pete, love the question. What went wrong? I think everything went wrong, didn't it, really?
2: Um, I think I have no confidence after the Crawley game. The pitch didn't seem to. I know everyone's saying it's an excuse, but the pitch was terrible. didn't help us play our usual game. Missing KP wasn't ideal. And obviously the return of Ben White to haunt us, which (laughs) he had a great game, which was nice to see, but also obviously horrible to see that he's on the opposite side. Is it worrying then?
0: Like how... How poor we do look uh, without having KP in midfield. Because uh, watching the game, like we all watched it t- together. Um, on Zoom, by the way, it well, was socially distanced. I, but I noticed that I I spent a lot of time having a go at uh, Pascal strike, And maybe rightly or wrongly so, I don't know. But he just seemed to to be a bit lost and looking for space and stuff. You know, He seemed to be on the other way to where the ball was going, for where he needed to be to, to collect it and pass it. So is it worrying that uh, how we don't have a real replacement there for Calvin? So I, I think in terms of
1: uh, Pascal Strike, you know, we've we've heard about this this lad for a number of years as as he's been in in the system. And while he's been in the system that time, we've had Calvin Phillips evolving into a role which was created purely for Calvin Phillips. You know, it's yes, he's a he's a CDM, but you know, it's like anything in Bielsa's style of play, each position is tailor made for. The, the person that's playing there. You know, that's why we see it takes so long for new players to come in and embed, no matter who they are or how good they are. So I do feel a little bit sorry for Strike um trying to to come in and, and be Calvin Phillips when when he, he, he can't be and he's he's not gonna be. I just think there's so many facets to to Calvin's game and how he reads it and how he knows where to be and he knows what's behind and what's in front of him that anyone coming in to try and fill his role unless every single person around them is having their their best game. It, it's so difficult for that player to get in. And as we saw with Brighton, you know, a lot of players didn't have a, a good game whatsoever.
0: Yeah, I suppose it's probably a bit harsh to be, a bit too critical of Pascal, especially when the you know, like United States is tailor-made for Phillips that position over the last two to three years. And Calvin will have got, got all the experience and friendlies and things as well, won't he? And uh, probably it is a bit unfair to expect so much out of Pascal when, when he does play that position. It's normally for the other 23s, not against the same opposition that they've playing, uh, playing now, um, and it brings us quite nice. On to Ben White as well. Pete mentioned Ben, but James, what, what, what how, how do you feel? Like, sh- should we try more to get Ben White? Uh, Was we'll see the difference in the in the two teams.
3: Oh, he, he he's got that quality that we um, we obviously we obviously know he's got and we wanted him, but I I, I think we could have couldn't have tried any more than we did. You can spend too much time on one person, and and it wasn't going to happen. They 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 dug their heels in. I always thought maybe the player could have done a bit more to move on, but it's it's it was obviously brightens at the end of the day. But we know the player that he is there, and it's always going to be a difficult difficult one to get. So I think we did. I think we did enough for me. I think we did enough. We we tried with what maybe I think was three three um, three bids for him and. I think that shows that they weren't gonna they weren't gonna budge on it. Yeah, I wouldn't have said he was the difference, but he did show his qualities. They were just like a very tall, organized side, and the most frustrating thing about Brighton is they want to just they want to just win on one nil on a, on a one nil. And obviously, we've been watching Bielsa and we wanted to score more goals in the opposition. And even at even at two one, we still want to go ahead and score. And it's frustrating watching them sort of sides. It's be frustrating all season, isn't it? When as soon as a team goes one up against us. Uh, looking at uh,
0: previous games, I don't think we've come back from a, from a goal behind yet. I'm, I might be wrong, apart from
3: Newcastle. Yeah, apart from Newcastle, I think it was, yeah.
0: Um, I, I think we've found it really hard to come back against teams, which is really frustrating because of our style of our expansive play, invites us to score goals. But it just seems to be something as soon as the team goes, one well, look, we just struggle.
3: A Crystal Palace game uh, would have been back. different, wouldn't it, I think? yeah yeah, I agree the offside we came we came back with a goal didn't we or two with Clitch and, and, and Bamford but he should have had that all day long that was a goal from Bamford
1: but I think, I think knocks, that, it knocks
3: your confidence doesn't it
1: yeah I, th- I think that Palace game was really it, it was really good to see especially you know the goal that was that it was disallowed it was so good to see that that quick burst and that you know um, let's go let's go let's get a goal let's go early um, and, and really try and, and get on it but it, you know, having having all that good work taken away from from that offside, which you know we're still going to moan about because it was absolutely ridiculous. It would, but it was one of the only games that we've kind of found that impetus straight away to to go and get it. So it was, yeah. That I mean, that was frustrating. But we 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 struggle to doing it now because we've got all these teams that just want to sit behind, get the goal, sit behind, and then pick us off on on the break, which. You know what? What can you say? It's it's good management. It's the it's the way to to win games, but it's just not the way to play nice football. Yeah, I
2: agree. I mean, I, I don't like to mention the game, but when we got beat six one by that certain team, obviously that first goal happening so quickly, you just steered straight away. That we're, we're just going to six two beat. And ugh. yeah, Let, let's let's move on from that game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, looking back to Brighton, then. Um, A lot of of talk about uh, the the pitch itself. Um, It it wasn't up to quality and wasn't up to the standard we expect, not Premier League standard. And Angus Kanier did mention that in the programme notes um, beforehand. Uh, He said that, you know, because we haven't been run as a proper football in a, a Premier League side for the last 20, 30 years, then the investment in that pitch hasn't gone the way that it should do. And, it has to do it because of poor ownership in the past. And they were going to get it changed over the summer, but because of because of the COVID, they was put off. So we've ended up buying a pitch, haven't we? H- how much impact did the pitch have
2: on our performance? I think it was a massive impact, if I'm being honest. The ball wasn't moving as freely as it should do. You could see players slipping. I mean, if Jack Grealish complains, saying players were falling all over the place, you know there's something wrong with the pitch because he just wants to do it anyway, doesn't he? Um, but yeah I think it was um, I've, I've seen the likes of Phil Hay mentioned in the background that the yeah, author was a little bit unhappy about it etc it's, it's something like you said Covid obviously Covid got us promoted last year apparently but it hasn't helped us out with a pitch has it so um, it's something that needed to be addressed immediately after that Brighton game everyone, everyone could see it
0: yeah I was very much the opinion as well during the game because you know your blood's boiling um, I think in my frustration my opinion was very much well, Brighton are playing on it and look what they're doing. And I think just because of our style of play, you're right. Because Brighton were very much holding like holding back and not playing the football we were trying to play. It does have a big, a big impact on us. Moving forward to the Newcastle game. Are we
1: confident? Connor? Um, yeah, I am. But then I was confident before Brighton. So, um, do you know what? I, <laughs> I hate being confident before the game. But, you know, if, you, if you're going to be confident going into any game, it's got to be against Newcastle. I mean, they just look awful they look devoid of any kind of confidence or any style of play I I mean I don't know what they're about and I know that a lot of Newcastle fans would say the same thing you know they they haven't got a clue the cast and Bruce even when they were winning but I mean it's got to be one of them that you look at and you go that's three points gimme so it's up to us to to go out on the pitch and earn those three points you know you you don't get three points given to you in this league um, nor in, in any game of football really you have to go out there and earn them and I think that's where we have to step up and, and turn this corner and start to, to put results together even if it is with what should be a free hit um, you know let's call a spade a spade it should be against uh, Newcastle the way that they're playing at the minute but uh, yeah I am confident but I'm just terrified of being confident
0: I think uh, their their run of form terrifies me. I think it, the winless in about eleven games or something yeah. uh, after the defeat last night to Villa, which that that just terrifies me as a Leeds fan. We, you know the amount of times we've looked at the form and then gone right, this team is out of form. We should get a result and then just get beaten. Well, like, that's exactly um, what
1: happened at Brighton, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Mm.
0: Uh, and I'm I'm genuinely a little bit worried about them having their um, probably their best player back, uh, Maximin. Mm. He came on as a substitute last night, didn't he against Villa? And he is—he's a good player. Could could he be a difference, James, in this game?
3: Yeah, he's definitely their uh, their main threat. They've missed because everyone's got that that one player that they um that needs the energy and uh, and creates things for him, and he's the sort one that, that creates goals for him and creates chances. But I think Bielsa would have would have watched that game last night and and thought that he and, and have and have done enough homework on, on him and and the other players, especially from the game when we beat them five two, just to. I think he'll be earmarked out the game, like and 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 put someone on him, sort of thing, every time they've got the ball. But I think I know we always say it, it's always until till that first goal you're confident. But I think I just want to see us create chances again and and show that level of urgency. Where I don't think I've seen the last two games.
0: Yeah, well, is is that a, is the lack of goals and chances that we're Because there is a bit of a
2: lack of. Is is that a worry for us, Pete? Uh, at the moment, yes. I, I think. Every team has a little dip in form. It's it's the Premier League. It's going to happen, and I th- we've shown we can do it. So it's not like we shouldn't be able to do it. We, we, it's been done. We you know we'll even if we're getting beat three or four, we'll still always be there, creating chances, attacking as well. If they're a bit not tired, but you know if games have come along quickly, this is not a, a nice break. So hopefully they'll be refreshed, come back, and yeah, start creating chances. I'm I'm fairly confident, which is very strange for me. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, negative Pete. Negative Pete. You'll find that out as probably as each podcast goes on, but yeah, and I'm, I'm with like Connor says, it's Newcastle. They're not in form. I know that can be that. Well, that can go against us, but no, I'm confident. I think I think we'll do him. And as James said, get that first goal. Happy days.
0: Yeah, I think this is an opportunity, isn't it, to really get it aside. Because we talk about form, you know, and this is a poor Newcastle team in the minute. You know, I think it's a really to, with the lack of goals and stuff. I think it's got um, a lot of potential for us to. Create a chance to get a couple of goals and get that confidence going for further down the season, let alone just a uh, game now. Um, are we expecting much of a tactical battle between uh, Bielzo and Bruce Connor?
1: Oh God, I don't. I, uh, <laughs> I'm just. I'm <laughs> terrified for what that would be in in the media. You know, it could go in off Wilson's ass in the last minute, and it will be about how Steve Bruce is tactical. Magician and how he's you know he's battled against a genius or supposed genius in in terms of Bielsa and bielsa's not savvy enough and this that and the other. Make no mistake about it. whatever happens on Tuesday night, bielsa is far far better than Steve Bruce. I just want to make sure that that's out there in the universe because you know the tactics that they that they will come up with like you, like we've said. Bielsa will always go to try and win games and to attack and to play lovely football. Steve Bruce is happy to sit back for 88 minutes and catch us on the break. And if, you know, God forbid that works, I just, I'm, yeah, like I said, I'm terrified to see what I'd, what I'd be said about it afterwards. But, I mean, there's for me, there's no comparison um, in, in terms of, of who they are, what they can do. You know, there's no... Battle between the two, you know, Bielsa comes out on top every single time, but you know, it's all going to be judged about what's said on the on the pitch.
0: Yeah, of course, and something that Bielsa has done with Leeds United is he's created like an identity. You know, it's really easy to pinpoint the style of play that Le- Leeds United play with Newcastle, not so much, uh, and I think that's really important as a manager. Obviously, speaking with absolutely no experience whatsoever in management or really football, but. An identity of a team has to be vital, and I don't think Newcastle have that. And I- I'm terrified, as you say, that Andy Carroll is just going to pop up with like a headed goal from 35 yards out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Something ridiculous. His little it's ponytail like... <laughs> swinging as he runs away with that horrible little smile on his face.
0: I- I'm sure I've had nightmares about yeah. that in the last couple of nights. So... We've touched on it, but Pete, what what sort of ex- what sort of game are we really expecting then?
2: I think I, I hope it's not, but I think be a little bit nervous at the start. I think both teams want to win. It's not a must win for us. They're not let's not go there. It's not it's not massively the end of the world if we don't win. But I can see pressure building again. Get that first goal. I think once we get that first goal again, I'll be positive. Um, I think we'll control the game and end up, yeah, winning. By, by
0: a few goals so looking forward then to Tuesday um, James's favourite question on a Saturday morning at half past three in the morning I it's the Saturday. <laughs> um, who do you
3: who do you go with uh, back four this weekend I think we've got to go back to um, a- Ailing on the right we, we miss him with his link up play down the right we've got to I think maybe it's going to be at the Lorente and Cooper whether he sticks with whether he sticks with Elios on the left I don't know I know he works hard but we will obviously agree that he was a bit sloppy against Brighton, but I wouldn't mind seeing Dallas in, in, in the left back again and, and going with that back four. Yeah, I, I noticed that the last game against Brighton that he played he played, um, he, he played um, Rafinha and Harrison on, inver- on, on, the op- on opposite sides. So I think they should go back to what they used to. Is it Harrison on the left, Rafinha on the right? So it was so much more of a threat in other games.
2: Yeah, I'd agree
3: with that. Yeah, Yeah, I completely agree as well.
2: Right, so looking forwards up up the
0: pitch, um, Rodrigo's hit a bit of a... uh, Well, for me, he's had a bit of dip in form. uh, And we've just been joined by uh, Lee. Uh, How do you feel, Rodrigo's done?
4: Well, I think he's absolutely class, to be honest. Uh, He's had a bit of a dip, but everyone's had a dip. it will be fine. If he can play like he does against Villa and City, they'll come, they'll fits to start so everyone's in a bit of a dip at the minute but I think Tuesday he'll be flying again
0: This this sort of seems like a, the the right game for Rodrigo doesn't it? You feel like there's going to be a space opening up in that in that middle third there because he's quite good at dropping down and getting into those gaps and I feel like against a team like Newcastle those gaps there to be exploited is this a game now for Rodrigo to step up?
2: Yeah I think like you said it's made for him isn't it? You've got the that space that he'll work into Um I think Bamford as well. I think he will excel in a game like against
3: Newcastle. Yes. Do you do you think I mean, this I mean, longer break that we've had with the Southampton game will will benefit us a bit? I don't I don't know. Some we always say you you, you want to play your next game straight away, but with having a little bit of a break, will it will it help us recharge? I've got to say I I I personally think that we've
0: looked a little bit tired. Yeah, yeah? I agree. hundred percent. So this this could be a quite a welcome break for us and especially Newcastle playing last night. They, they've got a really short period now uh, to recharge. And like we know, um, playing against Leeds United, don't matter who you are, it is not easy at the minute. And having that short break could really, really work in our favour considering we've had, yeah. what, was it nine days off? I can't, I can't remember. Just, I, think, I think it's a really good opportunity for us to get
2: three points here.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I think yeah. it's good as well for um, for Bielsa to, to take the time and to have a little bit longer in his in his prep because... You know, we've got what, we've got Newcastle Tuesday, and we've got Leicester next Saturday. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, it, it gives him a head start on Leicester. And it gives him more work to do on um, on Newcastle. Get the players in, get them fit, get them back, kind of focused on on the role. And I mean, maybe maybe it's just the simple things, like like James said earlier about Alioski's sloppy passing um, against Brighton. You know, it wasn't just Alioski. There was a number of people that that couldn't play a, a five-yard ball at times. Um, and whether that is kind of a little bit of mental fatigue, physical fatigue, um, I don't know. But it, it gives us that chance just to kind of regroup, reassess and try and get back out on the pitch and produce the kind of football that we have been doing and that we're, we've kind of become synonymous with.
3: Yeah,
0: I think I agree with you. Um, and just think about what you were saying there about the players who who, who were having off games. Um, it's been thinking about our, our substitutes, and our quality of substitutes. Are we feeling that? substitutions being made in games are having the same sort of impact they were having
3: uh, that they were last season or in the beginning of this season yeah sort of agree yeah. well, I think, I think the, the Crawley game and the Brighton game our subs aren't impacting the game as, as as well as they should be should they is that down to
0: is it down to quality is it down to the, the, the subs not being made the right
2: the right positions I mean the subs have worked in some games you think about when Pablo came on and did he get two assists in six minutes or something? That Newcastle on it. it. Yeah, was well, yeah, yeah. Newcastle yeah. on it. But, um, I, yeah, the Crawley game. I think we all know the subs didn't work. Yeah. Uh, he, I don't know whether people are accusing Bielsa of thinking he could win the game then with youth, or whether he just wanted to try players out in different positions. It, it, it didn't work. It, it didn't. We know that. Yeah, the quality. Some. Some. I think it's better. I mean, you looked at the start of the season. You, you look at the bench and go. Who's going to change the game here? But I think we we have those options now. But it's just well, making sure they're done at the right time, like you're saying, can make an effect on the game.
1: I'm I'm just thinking one that popped nope. into my mind. Then I'm just thinking when we were, you know, we've we've talked about how uh, subs are impacting and how you know different we are without Phillips in um, in the centre role and who else can can come in for him, but. I'm just thinking, you know, back at full fitness, especially if we're still in a position where click's not affecting the game as much. Do you think do you think Bielsa would want Phillips to move forward? I'm just thinking if, if you know, Robin Cock wasn't starting, was on the bench, do you think that would be a possible move in, in kind of, you know, mid-second half if it wasn't t- uh, ticking away in midfield? Do you think it would it would maybe take click off, move Phillips forward and then put Robin Cock into, into Phillips' role, or do you think we'd still be kind of devoid of Calvin Phillips and Calvin Phillips' role? I'm just trying to think about him moving forward because I'm uh, about how his attacking prowess is and how he can pick out them balls and win the balls in midfield and start attacks. Does that help us if it's further forward? Well, was it
2: was Paul Merson? Maybe not be Paul Merson. Didn't someone say that's the only, only thing missing from his game? Or it might have been even sooner Yeah. set goals. Yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. From
1: a, from a CDM, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Jesus. Um, but yeah, I think I I think he might look at it because he can tr- control the ball further up the field, and if you've got that protection from Robin Cock in that position in front of the defence, then yeah, why not? But again, it's a long, long, long way away from that. Yeah, like we have discussed at the start, Phillips is in that position, and no one's near him at the moment. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think that's my big worry about changing, taking Phillips from there. Is it depends how much you lose in that position. If you gain a little a bit forward, like you say, winning some tackles further up the field and making some little passes, which he's getting better at doing, like especially some sort of the lob passes oh. that he's doing, he's he's, he's bringing them to yeah. his game quite a lot. But do we just lose too much in midfield? Do we, we need someone to trust, don't we? That who who could pick up what he can do. Yeah,
1: I mean, it, it could it could well be. I mean, the, the, my kind of thing in my mind's eye is about Phillips getting the ball, Jack Harrison making a run, and Phillips can play that you know that inch perfect. Through ball, which Jack Harrison' his first touch is just one of the best I've, I've seen in, in recent years. It's it's phenomenal. But yeah, I think it would all depend as well on what's happening in the game. You know, scenario by scenario, are we are we two 0 down? Are we three 2 up? You know, uh, that would obviously affect everything as well, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, I agree. Um And Phillips as well started out as a box to box box to box midfielder, wasn't he? He was played really far up the pitch when he first came to the scene. Um, well, was it was it the snake himself, no, Gary I think
4: Monk? think it, it? Um, no. it was no. Christensen. I was going to go back. Redfern. No, he played against Cardiff. I was there in his debut. Uh, he scored. It might have been Steve Evans.
2: He must have had about seven managers yeah. around that time. Was it
4: a no,
1: day? yeah, was it Steve Evans actually? Didn't <laughs> Steve Evans take credit for it? I
4: think so. I oh,
1: don't. I'm pretty. Yeah, sh- I'm pretty, sh- that yeah, sounds I'm pretty like him. sure he when he left, he was kind of said about how he brought Phillips in, and he's done it in interviews since
3: uh going back to what someone said about strike didn't one of the players say that he was the best passer with the ball in the squad
1: yeah
3: i i, I know I, d- I don't want to criticize the young lad too much but i think what Phillips has over him is experience and reading the game so well and being in positions to block and and see a pass quicker than what strike can I, I, I think he'll get it like given the time with with, with Leeds i think
1: he's calmer at He's he, Phillips is calmer and more comfortable yeah. in that role, isn't it? Yeah. So you know, I mean, Strike may be able to play, you know, absolute wonder passes in training when he is comfortable. Yeah. But be, like I said before, being in this role where he's not as comfortable and it's it's not tailor made for him, mm-hmm. then you know it might might take it to the edge off him.
0: It's also about knowing when to play yeah. those sort of passes, though, isn't it? As well, you know, you you, you see quite often, um, like with 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 every team, you know, somebody tries to play like a wonder ball and it doesn't work, and it's like well. And it's really frustrating to see that. It's about picking the right time, I think, and playing that sort of pass. I think we've been guilty of it quite a few times, though. I don't want to pick on Alioski, but during the Brighton game, there was a ball where he tried to he tried a cross field ball and it just went straight to somebody in the middle of the pitch. You know, there was a time and place for that sort of pass. Like, he didn't need to. There was options out wide for him. You know, so that he, I, think, I think a position like Calvin's, it takes a certain amount of maturity as well, doesn't it, yeah. to play? Yeah. Moving on to our, our next section, which is uh, the on-this-day section. Um... Today, uh, as everyone may be aware, today is three years ago to the day that the club tried to bring in the change of badge, the three salute, which, you know, nicely, three. three years ago today it was. That gone?
4: I know. To yeah. <laughs> <In> the Premier <laughs> League has uh, gone.
0: <laughs> what, what were our thoughts, initial thoughts on, on that uh, badge first coming out, Lee?
4: Horrified, to be honest. <laughs> Just getting messages every five seconds, going <laughs> like, "I'm the spokesman of Leeds." What happened? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I mean, ten thousand. I think this is consulted. a bit of a thing, though,
4: isn't it? Um, they sent out a questionnaire, didn't they, about what you feel is yeah. leads to you, and then they came up with that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to defend
2: it, but obviously, if you're going to ask ten thousand people, like, how would you sum up leads in one thing? A lot will go and do the salute. Yeah. So they probably like, we'll do. It. We'll put the salute on the badge, but to make it look like it's something from Pro Evo, and um, it yeah, it was
0: horrific. I was inundated with messages and things of photoshops so of things like you know uh, Hitler photoshopped <laughs> onto the top of it and stuff. It it was just such an opportunity for every other club in the world just to have a bit. I mean, of we that. do it to ourselves,
1: <laughs> don't we? Bloody <laughs> <the> hell. <laughs> We do. It's not like we haven't been a stock, is it? Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, Look, on a serious note with it, though, what, what, I, what I actually quite liked about it was it showed a massive piece of solidarity with the fans, because just within that day, every fan, the power, of the voice of the fans was, by the end of that day,
2: it was scrapped, wasn't it? I think they were worried they wouldn't be able to sell kits. Yeah. Probably think <laughs> <it>. I don't <laughs> think they would, either. I don't.
0: Uh, but, but I, I really like that, the, the fact that there was such a, an uproar and a petition. Yeah, they yeah, did so well. He
2: started
0: that piece. It was not. Day, <laughs> it, was <the> <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was. It was a, a night. Nice, it was nice in the end that the that voice of the fans prevailed there.
4: It was, it was more was, controversial. Wow. It was more controversial what than Keith us race charge. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah The it right. was
2: there Do you like the scenery badge that they did then in the end? Yeah it was I, I, I'm, I was a fan I thought it was alright Plain and simple wasn't it But uh,
0: yeah I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> a very boring man to be <laughs> honest with you Plain and simple is exactly what I like
1: to see <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don't, Try not to uh, say nothing No <laughs> frills <laughs> Just
1: <laughs> Yeah I mean I, I, I agree I, th- I think the U-turn That um, that took place, in L.A. he was, it. Kinnear was on uh, BBC Leeds um, that night, saying, "Look, we've got it wrong. We'll change that." But you know, the the owner of the football club and the the upper wrestling and the management of the football club don't have to bow to, to fan pressure. Look at Hull, Hull Tigers. You know, they're they're still trying to get Hull Tigers uh, um, being put in, and they they couldn't give a monkeys what the what the fans think about that. You know, they they just want to to rebrand and to redo. Kind of uh, of what they're like, and they've been an ongoing battle with the um, with the fans for years about this. But at least at least they kind of can hold their hands up and go, "We got it wrong. We'll we'll go away. We're not. We'll have another look. Do we really need to change it and uh, and move forward from there?" I would really like to be
0: on the wall of the person who finished that design, who's drawn it, finished it, and gone. Right, Andrea, get in here. I've
1: got something that's going to blow your mind. Come and see. Wasn't this. it like a stock photo when, uh, when they they looked like it was basically like a template yes. and they just put a bit of blue and yellow on it? It's it wasn't Very like a, a, a personalized one. I'm sure that was that was found in like a, a stock photo on online in the the kind of the days or weeks afterwards. Like um, someone said, then like a Pro Evo um, badge.
2: Yorkshire, <laughs> well, that was it, wasn't it? Yorkshire White. Yeah,
1: yeah. To... <laughs> oh, here we go. I think
4: what, happened is, <laughs> like when they signed Bielsa, they were just pissed <laughs> in the office and gone, just do it, just give it a go, see what they yeah. yeah. did like
1: you know, <laughs> like a dare.
4: Too many bottles of bread and gone, do it.
1: I like to think they kind of woke up halfway <laughs> um, on the way to Argentina on the plane and went, "What we, what we doing?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> bottles lying everywhere and then going. Oh in Like a, like uh, a
3: scene out of hangover. Where yeah, the hell yeah.
1: are we? I, I would watch that film, absolutely.
0: if, if there's a it was a pair of people, social League united, who I would love to watch that for, it is uh <laughs> Victor Orton yeah, and Faye Radazzani.
1: Angus am to down. It seems like <laughs> the yeah, voice I of reason that James Mooney, you know, they're they're the two that kind of Keep everyone level-headed, and everyone else is just kind of flailing around the scenes. You know, Alioski's kind of—I don't know—just barking at a gate. You know, It's crazy. That it?
4: <laughs> Alioski's <laughs> Mr.
1: Chow, isn't he? Yeah. yeah.
0: Without a shadow. <laughs> but it—it it was like when we were at the um, at the season awards a couple of years ago, where um, Rajdani was getting full into the swing of things, wasn't he? Full party mode. Um, tie, tie off, and you know,
4: Shelter. maybe I'm, on
0: his head. I'm so his life, but, um, but yeah, but I just remember Angus Kinnear just being stood at the back, at the back of the room, just stood. I remember just going up to him and that, yeah, you know, having a quiet chat, hmm. and not shouting at him like James <laughs> well, does. Um, the less said
2: about that, the better.
0: <laughs> I just remember him being so calm and so like just on it. Whereas he was, was like, he was like a, a he was like a parent yeah. watching his kid. He was watching Andrea go around having fun, you know, doing nothing. He's just stood at the back, just, just, just
2: monitoring. <laughs> to be him. fair, he was, he was probably grateful that the chairman wasn't on stage playing an electric What
4: a night. What a Helpful. <laughs> yeah. What a club.
0: Oh, I don't want to devote any time
4: to, to, no, to that no, crazy man.
0: No. Sorry for bringing
4: it. In. I might need another <laughs> subsection on on him just alone. <laughs>
0: That all. That all three yeah, separate yeah. episodes. Right, uh, going on to um, some transfer talk then, because we are weirdly, because it, it feels like we're not. We are in the middle of a of a transfer transfer window.
4: Um, definitely the central midfielder. I think we're definitely a left back. Um, them. They're the obvious ones. I think maybe another striker. Just a. To... What? What about a second keeper? Definitely. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> What about right back? What about <laughs> a right winger? You're all right then. <laughs> Forward. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, I'd rather have Stevie Wonder than Kika Kasia. I, I really, really would. Yeah, 100%. I think if you'd I you'd rate rate you ever catch up. yeah, I'm with you on that. I can see your near post yeah. threats, but left back it is a must. I think we can survive the season without a central midfielder, but it does need plugging and fixing and sorting.
0: Yeah, I think I agree. Um, I like Alioski. Um, I, I like him more as just this crazy person. I like to talk about. It seems like he's just like a figure of, of my imagination. Sometimes I pretend I, yeah. I that he's a real person. Um, he's, but, but I do. I like him because like he's he's obviously fallen in love with the club, and he, he can't can't fault his his work ethic. But we do we do seem to be when he's good, he's great. When he's poor, he's really poor, and we're really yeah. exposed and. Chris, a lot of space in that area where when he's not on it we're we were just not the same team, so I, I I think we need left back um whether he goes this in January or not, I don't
2: know what got Miss
0: because he's got Mr utility man in Stuart Dallas, hasn't he Yes, yeah, so
2: I, I like Dallas and I, I I think as long as he plays left back for the rest of the season, I think we'll be fine there, and you have All as the back up, but for progression. Yeah, we we would need a, definitely a left back, but my focus would be central midfield at the moment. Just someone there to support uh, <laughs> Calvin. Someone that, ideally someone who can play central midfield, but also can drop into the CDM as well. I know we've touched on uh, Cock can play there, but I'd rather for his first season Cock to play um, in the back line.
0: Would you prefer talking about you know getting getting a midfielder? Uh, just clear this up. Do you mean someone to play with? Uh, Phillips and with Click, so if you do mean that, where does Rodrigo yeah. fit
2: in? Then? Do, we, do Is this
0: a replacement for? I, I think you
2: you judge it game by game. I suppose they don't have to start every game. It, they could play there instead of Click if he's more defensive minded. If it's a a game against the likes of Spurs or know, Liverpool, etc. Because Rodrigo, I think in those kind of games, he doesn't offer the protection that we need. So you, then maybe Rodrigo has to go on the bench if if Bamford's still banging him in.
1: I mean for me for me I for right, me, I it. think it's um it's competition for click that we that we need in there because you know he's I, I love him. I think he was absolutely fantastic last year. Um he's he's looked which surprised him from what we haven't seen in the last few years, but he's looked tired. Um and I, I think we we've, we've kind of all seen that, especially in in the more recent games, but he, he's not looked looked up to it, and he, he could do with a, a bit of a rest. But we do need that that kind of a competition. And I, I was just seeing the the reports this week about uh, that Michael Cuisance and it looks like we've dodged a bit of a bullet there. He's he's apparently looked really poor in um, uh, in France, and looks like he might be carrying a knock, which is something that you know uh, the medical staff at, at, at Leeds had said, haven't they? But I do think we. Absolutely well, they played agree a blinder yeah, you know all that that money that you know you could look at, at wasting, and if he's not up to it in, you know, I don't know, I can't remember when it was in France that he went, but regardless, if he's not up to it anywhere else, he's definitely not up to it at Leeds, under Bielsa.
0: Is it Marseille? Yeah. in the Premier yeah. League, bold, yeah, it Willis
1: Bowers? Yeah, I'm sure it's Marseille. Is it? Yeah, I think he is. Is it? Yeah.
3: We've been um, and we've been linked with Julian Draxler as well in the past. Oh, it's a, yeah, for about last three. Yeah, that's it. It's not a big name for us to be linked with. I think Rodrigo De Paul is a is a huge name to be linked with. Looking at some of his numbers, and oh, I'd love it. He's him. he's probably getting. Yeah. Um, I think I was, was yesterday that they into Milan are now are now going to pay the money for him. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's just having having yeah, to know how to like we've said think, in the past how quick can these players adapt and fit in. I don't think we do yeah. do, do do make many signings in January. Like if I know we were saying before about Kiko, it, it, I, I think the more I can see Kiko being told, you can move if you want, we'll pay your contract off, and I'll, all I'll just see. I think we'll see Caprio just be put on the bench until the summer. I don't think I can see anything else happening other than that. We don't, we don't, we don't act quick enough in January. Yeah, I'd like to see that. To be honest with you, I
0: like. Um... I've been, I've watched a couple of the recent under twenty three games. Is he, yeah? And Krill does it. he looks he looks a good a good player. Well I prefer him to I prefer him on the, the bench
1: I, I'm I just I just want him to go now. Um I'm just sick of him his stupid face being around. <laughs> you know, I just want <laughs> just get rid, you know. We're paying him ridiculous amounts of money to do nothing and then when he does come in, make two or three mistakes, you know. I mean obviously uh Brighton he didn't really have what to do and and um, didn't make any mistakes there. Well, nearly threw ball into his own net, didn't he? But apart from that, it that's is. I mean, that's a that's nothing for Kiko, uh, That's a...
4: really mild for Kiko. I, I remember
1: five
0: star performance slagging
4: him off the start oh. of last season, and I got a bit a few pelters from people, and now it's all come home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: he, he started off okay, and he, had, he did have a few good games down the road. I still remember the one where we scored. He made that save. I think it was a combination of him and Cooper on the line. And then we went up the other end and won the game. And all the players ran to him and was like, that was you and the fans were chanting his I name. Like that. and...
0: Well, that's my big question.
3: Yeah.
0: What, who do we sing about with Pablo Then <laughs> That's my real question. Diego Llorente?
1: Either that, either that, look, that or buy a player purely based on how his name fits into the song. I'm not fussed either way. <laughs>
3: there was something I seen as well last week. How many <laughs> games did Casia start last in our winning season last year in the championship winning season? 30. Or wasn't it all but wasn't all bar the last nine, wasn't it? Nine games. Did he play he played majority of the season?
1: Yeah.
3: And his yeah, edge is. Is, is his edge just gone since then or is it before then? I don't I don't know, can't
1: pinpoint it when Well no, he was making mistakes all throughout it. <laughs> I don't think it's ever really he was making on, mistakes was it? all through that season. Look at Brentford. That Brentford mistake, yeah. Oh God, there's too many to go into with him. It was just, it was just a catalogue of errors from him. You know, game after game, and we were all, we were always on edge. Yeah, yeah, you know? we were
3: still top of the league. I'm sure we?
1: the defenders were. Yeah, it's crazy though. I mean, we only won the league by ten points. It could have been thirty. <laughs> I think we had we had a safety net in our, in our attacking
0: option because if Kiko made a mistake, I think we were confident enough to, you know, fix that. By Although, two didn't more... we have
2: one of the best defensive records in the league? We did. We did. We did this yeah. used to annoy me, and I know everyone's now saying, that, "Oh, yeah, so I was right." They were saying, "Oh, you'll be all right in the Premier League, but defensively, you won't cope." I was like, "We have one of the best defenses in the league. What you want mm. about?" But well, obviously, it's yeah,
4: <laughs> it's a massive step this, up. Uh, this this yeah, other things as is well, step up, isn't it? Our defense hasn't been settled all season, so that hasn't helped.
1: It hasn't, and that's so this, important. This is the big the thing, team? you know, where when I, I mean, ever since Virgil Van Dijk was injured. Yeah. That's all we've heard for no. why Liverpool are, are playing oh, well God. and uh, and whatever else. Well, hang on. Well, we can look at Leeds. You know, we we bought two new centre backs, neither of which have been fit for more than uh, what a spell of four or five games. You know, it's and then we, you know Cooper was out. We you know right back and left back having to be um, switched all the time. It, you know, we but we don't get any uh, any let offs for any of that. Liverpool do, obviously, because it's Virgil van Dijk and he costs 70-odd million pounds. But, you know, nothing has been made of ours, just that, oh, we're naive. It's like the
4: first game against Liverpool, the captain was out. He had a Mm. new sign in his first game with a 21-year-old who's played three games. And you're going in there going, Mm. oh, God, we're playing the champions.
2: (laughs) New sign and had a dodgy, stupid penalty. Yeah, there would have been a penalty now. No, it wasn't. So I didn't
4: know about that when I was watching it. And I remember I was raging. Richard. And then all weekend, they were just giving just like handballs for people and the ball hits them behind them.
1: And then about three weeks later, they just went, Oh, no, actually, no. We'll change right that. Is it? We'll stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. See, I think they it. And it,
2: it affected us as well, didn't it? Wasn't the one where there was a handball and it was like, Well, against Liverpool, that was against us. But now, because the rules change, it's gone against us again.
0: Mm. Yeah, we just <laughs> seemed on the wrong side of it at the wrong time,
2: didn't we? <laughs> The leads way. Uh,
0: looking at um, the transfer, um, my, my my concern, long long term thinking is that we've we've ridden on the back of Pablo Hernandez. I feel uh, quite a lot in the couple of years. Like uh, ever since he joined the during the club, I've I've, I've loved the man. Um, and there's 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 moments where he he single handedly won us games. Like you know you look at iconic games like Swansea, but there was so much more than that he did before. You know. Um, you know, you look at some of the passes, like the one for Dallas oh, uh, against Stoke. You know, things, things that, yeah, things that just don't, we, we don't see very much. You know, from other players, are, are we lacking a, a long-term think he's replacement re- because he's not going to be here forever?
4: Yeah, I think, I think yeah. we we tick and those players. It's hard to sign anybody like that. It just it happens it doesn't, In my opinion, ill-informed, stupid opinion, but. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I suppose I just I just find it just, I find it worrying because because of the impact that he's had on so much and the, th- the things that he can do you, you 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 miss it so much when it's not there then don't you I feel I feel I feel, like, I feel like that's what we need I feel, I feel like we need someone who can un- 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 unlock a defense properly you know with the little parts Um I know he's coming a little bit over the last couple of weeks and stuff he's getting on the ball a bit more he's, he's playing a bit more but I, I just feel long term we need someone there who can. Take a team. I mean, apart that's the hope of what Rodrigo
2: can do, isn't it? I and mean, I know um, he's not a spring chicken himself, but he's not. old no. as Pablo, obviously. Um, but I, I think he'll, I think he'll come good, and I think hopefully he can fill that role. Like Lee sort of touched upon, he's a one-off Pablo, isn't he? What he's done for us, I will never forget Swansea away last season. Mm. <laughs> and that will always stick in my mind. I know it was only a goal, he's done so much more creative for us. Um, but we've also got the youth options like um, we've got Geldart, I, I like the look of him. he's I mean, just getting players to learn off Pablo, learn off Rodrigo.
4: I think in time to, and yeah, the next one we're going to get is uh, Rafinha. I think.
2: Yeah,
3: you've
4: got a Move
3: me in the middle. Would, would Would you have any complaints? Yeah. If, what What if Rafinha um, is? Hernandez started and Rodrigo was on the bench on against no. Newcastle? No. No. No, I
1: don't think I would. No. I don't. Think you can. I think.
0: I think you look. You look. You look back at even, even if he wants. To, doesn't want to complain. Um, I think you look back at mm. Pablo's got so much credit with the club and the current players. You know, I, I, I can't see anybody taking taking offence to Pablo taking a, a starting. No place. massively, and I
1: think even if even if Pablo played the first half, Rodrigo played the second. I feel like Pablo is just such a a genius that he would come off at half-time and he would sit down with. Um, with Rodrigo and just go right. He's moving here. He's moving here. This is what they're doing. So what you need to do is you need to wait for him to drop and then play oh. it over the top. You know he would just be able to talk him oh. through step by going step back, on how to unlock going back these to defenses. That, Tom, There
3: was an instance this season, wasn't there, where Hernandez was brought off, no. and he what he didn't he didn't agree with it. What game was that? And his his uh, wife yeah. ends up apologising for well not apologising but she made a statement on on Instagram or Twitter basically that was, Leicester, was it Leicester? was
1: it
3: yeah? yeah I know, obviously every 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 player like, well, was anyway. so like but i don't think it was any any criticism of him like but i don't think him him complaining no, like no. that did not help him
1: no it didn't no
0: no it didn't i think i think what was what was uh, striking about that was because we associate um, them mm-hmm. having like all this respect for BLs and are mm-hmm. taking no nonsense and stuff. Um, but I'm, I'm still of the opinion of I think if a if a player is happy to be subbed, then they're probably not in the right mindset for that game anyway. You know, so I'd, I'd rather a player come off in a yeah. little bit of a mood. Um, obviously, there's a way to go around it because it does. A, especially someone like Pablo, it, it sends a message when somebody where somebody fans look up to him. If he's kicking off. I think it does send out the wrong message, so yeah. did need to be dealt with properly. Um but on the other side of it, I'm 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 it shows that he still he still wants to be in the team, he still wants to be playing, he wants to Definitely. win, he wants to help us. All right, so um we're gonna go on to score predictions now, um for the game. So Pete Three
2: one I'm
0: not sure how I feel about that you've been confident I know.
2: Don't, a little it's a bit it's sick. Starting the podcast so doesn't mean to go on, but yeah.
1: Three one leads. <laughs> I'm Connor? getting less and less confident as time goes by. I'm good, but I am gonna go for a lead win. I'm gonna go for two one.
4: Yeah, two one as well. Oh big. I'm six one. Because they're slow, they're tired. Nice and conservative. And they don't have a lot of threat really.
1: Is that us at yeah. Brighton?
4: No, I think <laughs> Newcastle just they shot of it. I don't think Steve Bruce is going to last longer, or he shouldn't anyway.
0: I, I, I reckon we're going to get—I I think a three-one as well. I think it'll be a comfortable win in the end. Um, right, that concludes then. That's the—that was episode one of Play All the Way. Thank you very much for listening. Stay safe and up the leads.